Chapters 16 through 19 of the Story of the French Revolution by Ernest Belford Bax. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 16 The Sansculotte in Power. The Girondists, driven successively from the municipality, the Jacobins' club, the ministry, and finally from the convention, now played out their last card the attempt to raise the provinces which were largely with them never was the position of france more desperate than at this moment la vendee in open and hitherto successful insurrection on one side the coalition of europe again pouring in its levies on three sides and a girondist insurrection brewing at several points in the interior the girondists after their defeat in paris tried to rally at caen in normandy which town became the headquarters of the conspiracy as long as it lasted negotiations were entered into with general Vimpen and a royalist one comte puisaille somehow in spite of the sympathy of the departments especially the large middle-class towns the project failed completely as a general movement partly owing to mismanagement want of concert and royalist intrigues which alienated many otherwise sympathetic partly to the presence of the foreign invader and partly to the vigorous action of the leaders of the revolution in paris the provinces hesitated the insurgents dispersed a few towns in the south only remaining to the girondins the insurrection did not miscarry for want of tall talk it is certain for the girondins as usual were eloquent in threats couched in well-rounded periods while this was going on a young woman of good family in caen who had been largely in the society of girondins and had heard much talk of marat as the leader of the recent movement without stating her intention to anybody travelled up to paris by diligence and obtaining an interview with the popular leader under the pretext of furnishing information of the conspiracy at caen murdered him poor marat who was almost dying at the time was in a bath his helpless condition rendering him an easy prey to the knife of his dastardly assassin a few sous only were found in his possession thus perished the first great vindicator of the rights of the modern proletariat a truly single-minded champion of the oppressed of average intellect merely it is marat's unique and titanic force of character which must make him immortal in history charlotte corday was tried and condemned before the revolutionary tribunal maintaining a theatrical demeanour to the last she was guillotined on the seventeenth of july three days after the assassination a poor fool a native of mines adam lutz by name went crazy over her the death of the people's friend caused a veritable panic in the ranks of the revolutionary party no patriot was without some token of him he was invoked in every revolutionary function and his bust was crowned in all public assemblies the convention unanimously granted him the honours of the pantheon the fugitive girondins now found their position harder than ever they had to fly from caen before the emissaries of the mountain jacobin commissioners were scouring the country up and down the revolutionary power in paris having developed an almost superhuman activity the only places where the insurrection still flickered on were in lyons marseilles and bordeaux cities which had compromised themselves too far to hope for forgiveness from the convention and which notably lyons were destined before long to feel the heavy hand of the sansculottic vengeance yet notwithstanding the virtual collapse of the girondist rebellion the state of affairs had hardly improved the armies now again everywhere on the defensive were disorganized and dispirited things still seemed utterly hopeless if france was to be saved it could only be by a dead lift 
the revolutionary power in paris now consisted of the convention or rather the mountain which dominated the whole assembly the two committees of general security and of public safety the commune or municipality and lastly the clubs of the jacobins and cordeliers especially the former whose deliberations were hardly second in importance to those of the convention the primary assemblies of the forty-eight sections in which every citizen was free to express his opinion but which were almost entirely appropriated by the sansculottes together with the revolutionary committees attached to them were also a considerable factor in public affairs this agglomeration of popular forces constituted the power which had to raise france and the revolution out of the abyss into which they had sunk the consolidation of the new government was the first thing to be attempted the long-talked-of constitution was next put in hand hero de seychelles being entrusted with the task of drawing it up this celebrated constitution of ninety-three for long regarded as the sheet-anchor of sansculottism is probably the most thoroughgoing scheme of pure democracy ever devised it not only formally recognized the people as the sole primary source of power but it delegated the exercise of that power directly to them every measure was to be submitted to the primary assemblies of the sections of which there were forty-four thousand in all france the magistrates were to be re-elected at the shortest possible intervals by simple majority the central legislature was to be renewed annually consisting of delegates from the primary assemblies who were to be furnished with imperative mandates this constitution passed the convention and was accepted by a large majority of these sections throughout france the representatives of the said forty-four thousand wardships when they came to the convention demanded in face of the existing emergency the arrest of all suspected persons and a general rising of the people danton in a vigorous speech moved that the commissioners of the primary assemblies should be instructed to report the state of arms provisions and ammunition and to raise a levy of four hundred thousand men and that the convention should take the oath of death or victory this was carried unanimously a few days after barere in the name of the committees proposed still more decisive measures all the male population from eighteen to forty were placed under arms and new requisitions were made soon there were forty armies comprising in all one million two hundred thousand men the committee of public safety with carnot grandfather of the late president of the french republic as chief of the war department were untiring in their energies in organizing the defence forty sous a day was enacted as the allowance of every sectionist the famous law of suspects was passed and wholesale arrests were made of persons thought to be of girondist or royalist sympathies the middle classes fared now as badly as the aristocracy had previously the reign of terror had begun necessitated by the same exigencies as the september massacres imminent foreign invasion combined with domestic treachery as before the moment decisive action was taken matters began to mend on all sides for though toulon was in the hands of the english marseilles and bordeaux were taken from the girondist insurgents and lyon besieged the constitution although carried was suspended in face of the emergency and as a matter of fact was never put into force chapter seventeen the dictatorship of the commune the revolutionary power in paris as we have said was nominally divided between the commune at the head of which were hebert and chaumette the two committees which included robespierre danton carnot etc the convention and the popular clubs whose influence though unofficial and indirect was in no respect less than that of the representative assembly itself 
during the period from august tenth seventeen ninety two to the opening of the convention twenty first september the chief centre of power lay with the commune led by danton from the twenty first of september to the second of june the convention as a body was more or less dominant in the period from the second of june seventeen ninety three to the end of the year power resided mainly in the commune led by the hébertistes thenceforward to the twenty seventh of july seventeen ninety four the fall of robespierre it was the committees especially the committee of public safety which practically dictated to france the jacobins club meanwhile reflected for the most part the attitude of the dominant parisian opinion and of the governing body it underwent several épurations or purifications in the course of the revolutionary period on which occasions a batch of members whose views were out of accord with the prevalent feeling of the hour would be expelled almost simultaneously with the collapse of the girondists rising and the entry of the convention troops into the cities of the south the tide began to turn in la vendée the attempt of the insurgents to take nantes failed and though the insurrection lingered on for some time longer it never again became formidable the revolutionary armies indeed were nearly everywhere victorious under the new generals moreau hoche pichegru jourdan kellerman etc the prussians and austrians under the command of the prince of coburg were dislodged from their vantage ground in the east the spaniards driven back in the south and the english and hanoverians defeated in the north thus a second time was france by a stupendous deadlift effort saved from imminent ruin by the raw levies of the revolution the victories of dumouriez in ninety two were repeated on a grander scale in the great campaign which the genius of carnot organized in ninety three and ninety four the revolution now was answering the coalition in the spirit of danton's defiant menace the combined kings threaten us we hurled at their feet as gauge of battle the head of a king france was converted into one vast camp but for many months yet the french were not destined to feel themselves out of the wood the dread of possible reverses followed by invasion and political extinction was ever before their eyes and hence it was not till the end of july ninety four that the reaction against the terror had gathered strength enough to overthrow the system itself so long as danger threatened from without public opinion tolerated the guillotine and at the period at which we have arrived the great activity of that famous instrument began the law of the suspect which enabled the committees of the sections to arrest all suspected persons and incarcerate them prior to their being brought before the revolutionary tribunal speedily filled the prisons to overflowing after conviction and death the property of the executed was confiscated by the state the commune was the virtual head of the revolutionary committees of the sections in the provinces as well as in paris it had a special force of seven thousand men commanded by roncin the dramatist and called the revolutionary army under its orders besides flying columns in its pay scouring different parts of the country the commune may be taken as the representative in the revolution of the proletarian interest pure and simple though the circumstances of the time caused it to be unhappily an instrument of the terror its activity was by no means confined to this the commune made it pretty soon evident that in its eyes the existence of a commercial middle class was quite as incompatible with the welfare of the people as that of an aristocracy economical equality was the avowed end of the revolution for the commune hebert and chaumette nevertheless busied themselves with various projects of a palliative character such as hospital and prison reform 
they attempted to introduce primary and secular education into every village in france the law of maximum and compulsory sale was at their suggestion enlarged in scope being applied to almost all articles of common consumption forestalling was forbidden under the heaviest penalties a maximum was even applied to wages at this time a proceeding calculated in a society not yet out of the small production to make considerable havoc with what some people call the rent of ability though it was enacted solely with a view to government employment for the national defence the bourse was closed financial and commercial syndicates were dissolved the paper money or assignats were made compulsory tender at their nominal value on the fifth of october the new republican calendar the joint work of the astronomer rome who furnished the calculations and the clever feuilletonist fabre d'eglantine who supplied the poetical nomenclature came into the operation the new era was to date from the declaration of the republic the twenty first of september seventeen ninety two so that the months do not coincide with those of the ordinary calendar the three autumn months were vendemiaire or the vintage month primaire or the foggy month and frimaire or the frosty month the three winter months niveaux or the snowy month pluvios or the rainy month and ventos or the windy month the three spring months germinal or the budding month floreal or the flowery month and prairial or the meadowy month and the three summer months messidor or the reaping month thermidor or the heating month and fructidor or the fruiting month the week of seven days was abolished and decades or periods of ten days instituted instead but the work for which the commune is most famous is the establishment of the new cultus the worship of reason the hébertistes as the party of the commune were now called and among whom was anacarsis clutes were firmly convinced that deliverance from the dogmas of supernatural religion was the necessary complement of deliverance from the thraldom of privilege and wealth in accordance with eighteenth-century habits of thought especially in france with its classicism the idea naturally suggested itself of initiating a worship of reason as personified on the ruins of god christ and the virgin for some time past stimulated by the missionaries of the commune numbers of priests had been sending in their demissions declaring they would no longer preach a lie and that liberty and the public welfare were their only gods the church plate in every part of france was melted down for patriotic uses vestments bibles and breviaries made bonfires to the accompaniment of the carmagnole early in november gobel the archbishop of paris together with his chapter entered the convention hall to publicly renounce the christian faith christian rites and worship were now proscribed and a festival of reason was decreed by the commune at the instance of chaumette a few days later a procession of citizens and citizenesses in priestly vestments and other fantastic costumes followed by mules and barrows laden with church furniture defiled into the convention and after chanting strophes to reason proceeded to dance the carmagnole many of the legislators taking part later on the same day procureur chaumette at the head of the commune and the president of sections arrived bearing in their midst on a palanquin mademoiselle candeille the danseuse in bonnet rouge and blue mantle garlanded with oak as the goddess of reason the bulk of the convention then rose and after giving the goddess the formal kiss proceeded in a body to notre dame where the new worship was inaugurated amid music tricolour and virgins dressed in white 
a similar ceremony with other goddesses took place at st eustache and other of the principal churches of paris commissioners soon established the new worship throughout the length and breadth of french territory from antwerp in the north to marseilles in the south in place of the mass the old cathedrals re-echoed to strophes in honour of reason and in praise of liberty equality and fraternity over the churchyards appeared the device death is an eternal sleep old things had passed away and all things had become new it should be said that the goddess of reason was never intended to be more than a symbol and not as has been sometimes represented herself an object of worship viewed in its true light the idea if somewhat pedantic was not unpleasing chapter eighteen the terror by means of its courageous contempt for the so-called laws of political economy its wholesale requisitions and the compulsion exercised on all traders and farmers with the aid of its revolutionary army to sell at the maximum price the fearful misery occasioned by the circumstances of the time was kept under to a considerable extent by the commune the revolutionary committees established in every section of france the ambulatory deputies who watched the provinces and were present with the military forces and last but not least the army of the commune under general roncin nevertheless had hard work to prevent the law of maximum from being violated the commune now granted a free allowance of bread for each family arrests in paris and the provinces went on apace by the end of october three thousand persons were in the prisons of paris alone the revolutionary committees formed in every section having as already stated power to arrest all persons suspected of reactionary tendencies on the fourteenth of october the queen marie antoinette was brought before the revolutionary tribunal and convicted after two days hearing on overwhelming evidence of the basest treachery towards france and of the most sanguinary intentions with regard to paris it was indeed high time that this atrocious woman met her deserts when the country was at the lowest depths of misery some years before the outbreak of the revolution all this abandoned wretch could think of was squandering fabulous sums of the nation's wealth in conjunction with her friend the court-head prostitute and procuress the princess de lamballe killed in the september massacres on jewels balls and sinecures for her paramours if any one ventured to call attention to some flagrant abuse in her presence he was invariably silenced with the reply yes but we must amuse ourselves oui mais il faut s'amuser it was only after her amusements had been curtailed by the utter collapse of the finances a consummation to which she had contributed so largely by her criminal extravagances that she began to interest herself in public affairs her aim was then to get back the means for her debaucherie and when the revolution broke out and affairs looked less and less productive of the diamond necklaces etc her hatred against the new regime which had deprived her of those things naturally knew no bounds and henceforth her one hope was a foreign invasion which would quench the revolution in the blood of france and place the french people once more in her power as for poor feeble foolish louis he was completely in the toils of this noxious reptile note one the real character of marie antoinette apart from the lies of royalist historians may be seen from her correspondence with maria theresa and of the latter with the comte merci d'argenteau a good digest of it is given in m georges avenel's essay la vraie marie antoinette return to text many who looked on at the tumbrel conveying her to execution must have been inclined to think that the guillotine was too good for the foul autrichienne 
she was not without a certain histrionic ability and when before the tribunal played out her queenly figure in a manner which showed that she might have gained an honest living in transpontine melodrama much indignation has been expended on the charge of misconduct toward her son the little dauphin which hebert brought against her it is sufficient here to state that there are extant documents which show that the charge was not made without very good grounds although in the nature of things it could not be certainly proved the fact is it is a mistake to apply the ordinary canons of maternity to a creature like marie antoinette she was altogether an obscene abortion of the corrupt court life of the eighteenth century the like of which let us hope may never be seen again apropos of the dauphin it is necessary to caution our readers against the lies of the reaction anent his treatment and especially the foul calumnies against the young shoemaker simon in whose care he was placed all the contemporary evidence goes to show that the poor child received every consideration and kindness but that having inherited a scrofulous or syphilitic constitution from both parents which was further weakened in ways unnecessary to go into it was impossible to rear him that in spite of every care he died in the temple the following year on the twenty fourth of october the twenty-two girondists were brought to trial they were convicted after five days proceedings and guillotined on the sixth Valazé, one of their number stabbed himself to death with a dagger on hearing the sentence but his body was nevertheless sent to be guillotined with the rest they embraced each other on arriving at the place de la revolution and died singing the marseillaise proofs of their complicity in the insurrection of the departments were complete they had played for high stakes and lost seventy-three other girondist deputies had been for some time under lock and key having been compromised in some papers found at the house of the deputy whom charlotte corday had visited on her first arrival in paris with the execution of the twenty-two however girondism as a distinct party finally disappears from history the girondins it may here be mentioned were largely under the influence of voltaire just as the mountain as a party was chiefly under the influence of rousseau meanwhile lyon the last stronghold of royalism and girondism had fallen and toulon had been recovered from the english to whom it had been surrendered both towns were visited with a fearful vengeance collot d'herbois who was a member both of the commune and of the committee of public safety acting in conjunction with couton the disciple of robespierre ordered wholesale massacres of the inhabitants of the former city in his capacity of commissioner billot a colleague of collot's was also a leading agent of the terror lebon worked the guillotine at arras Fréron, the Dantoniste, made his holocausts at Marseilles and Toulouse, and Tallien at Bordeaux. At Nantes, Carrier, another commissioner, inaugurated his horrible noyades, or drownings, in which those suspected of royalism or moderatism were placed in boats with false bottoms and drowned in the Loire. In some of these cases a man and woman were tied together naked. This was called Republican marriage the revolutionary commissioners or proconsuls in some cases travelled from town to town carrying a guillotine with them all these things were very infamous it will be said and so they were but they were not any worse if so bad as the acts of more than one respectable government in forty eight of the tsar in poland in sixty three or of the versaillist in paris in seventy one events which the middle classes have complacently swallowed without indignation chapter nineteen the fall of the hébertiste after the tenth of august and the events that arose out of it of which he was the heart and soul 
danton had proved something of a failure his peace negotiations with england had led to nothing his attempts at reconciliation between mountain and gironde had likewise proved abortive he had played no important part since the second of june in the convention itself and finally retired with his young wife for some weeks in disgust to his native town of arcis sur aube whence he returned some time after to join his friend camille desmoulins in attacking the system of the terror it should be explained that the cordelier club of which danton had formerly been the head had been reconstituted some time since and was now entirely composed of hébertistes camille at the beginning of december started a new journal called the old cordelier which attacked the terrorists and especially the commune with bitter sarcasm at first robespierre approved of the sentiments there expressed and even looked over and corrected the proofs of the first numbers it pleased him that the hébertistes were sharply attacked for the pedantic rousseauite prig robespierre was mortally offended with the atheism of the party of the commune and had recently been delivering violent harangues against the worship of reason at the jacobin club robespierre who was ambitious of being the washington of france and had set his mind upon getting himself recognized by the powers wished to pose before them as the moderate man opposed to excesses of every description and thereby to win them over there was also an old standing jealousy on the part of the committee of public safety with the commune on account of the influence the latter wielded with the aid of its revolutionary army nevertheless robespierre's two colleagues on the committee billot varenne and collot d'herbois were enraged at the idea of even mitigating the terror and the notion found but little support generally robespierre whose influence was now immense became suddenly alarmed lest he should be taxed with moderation and hence a coolness sprang up between him and his friend camille and the other dantonists meanwhile the guillotine was working steadily every day and some noteworthy heads were falling or had lately fallen among them we may notice philippe d'orleans Egalité, the ex-member of the mountain and the king's cousin arrested at the time dumouriez's intrigues with his son became known and decreed accused along with the girondins but not convicted till later in november madame roland was also put on her trial she was condemned and went to the place de la revolution by the side of a poor printer whom she endeavoured to console arrived there she asked for paper and ink to write down the strange thoughts that were arising within her madame roland was a remarkable woman but even apart from her politics one is repelled by her perpetual pedantry and posing and still more by her venomous hatred and malignant calumnies against her opponents she was an intrigueuse of the first rank and practically led the tactics of the girondist party bailly the first mayor of paris under the new regime he of the red flag of the champ de mars in july seventeen ninety one was one of the executed bernard the constitutionalist leader in the constituent assembly also suffered the corpse of the girondist pétion who succeeded bailly in the mayoralty of paris was found about this time in a wood near saint emilion partly devoured by wolves the heads of ex-ministers and generals were falling by the score but to return to the contest of parties in the government put in a few words the matter stood as follows on one side were the hébertistes representing the commune and the terror on the opposite were the dantonists representing to a large extent the convention party and hostile now to both the commune and the terror wishing to see the constitution established and the convention all-powerful between the two were the committees that of public safety being the dominant one the committee men were mostly hostile to the power of the commune which stood in their way 
but were determined to maintain the system of the terror and not to let the convention override their authority robespierre after some hesitation ranged himself on the side of his committee alike against the dantonists with whom he had up till now been friendly and the hebertists to whom he had always been more or less hostile the struggle lasted between three and four months and many were the stormy meetings of jacobin cordelier and sections anent this death drama between the sansculottes the dantonists and the committee men since the reconstitution of the committee of public safety in july when billot and collot came into it the dantonists had had no influence on either of the committees the attack on the hebertistes was begun by the suppression of the revolutionary armies in the provinces and a decree forbidding the sending of agents into the provinces by the commune and this was followed up inside and outside the convention by concerted attacks on every action of the commune from the dantonists the mountain and from the committees the jacobin club continued to be the battleground between robespierre and the hebertistes there robespierre thundered nightly against atheistic intolerance said that atheism was aristocratic on the ground that certain aristocrats had been atheists omitting to recognize the fact that they wished to retain atheism and free thought as an exclusive privilege of their class he maundered about the necessity of a supreme being as the avenger of injured innocence and much more of a similar kind at last the compact between robespierre and his fellow committeemen billot and collot was struck they were to surrender their old friends the hebertistes while he was to surrender the dantonists a projected insurrection inaugurated by the section called marat in favour of the hebertistes miscarried owing to the failure to take action at the right moment accordingly hébert ronsin vincent Clutz, momoreau and others already expelled from the jacobin club were arrested and after a mock trial in which they were accused of taking money from the english government to discredit the republic by their excesses were on twenty fourth march seventeen ninety four sent to the guillotine poor chaumette's turn came a few days later a week afterwards danton who had come back to paris at the earnest solicitation of his friends and had sought ineffectually to compromise matters with robespierre was sent before the revolutionary tribunal this was robespierre's great coup danton's personality combined with his oratory was nearly securing his acquittal when robespierre got a special law hurried through the convention which closed his mouth and he too went his way in company with his friends camille desmoulins philippot hérault de seychelles and others to the place de la revolution thus was the revolution indeed like saturn devouring its own children when we first came across robespierre he was although a prig and a repulsive prig at that apparently actuated by as much honesty of purpose as any other leader his services to the revolution at all the great crises were real but the germ of ambition and personal self-seeking which was always observable grew with the progress of events until at the period we have now reached he had developed into a monster actuated by one aim to become dictator and prepared to make any sacrifice whatever for the accomplishment of that aim the murder of friends like danton and desmoulins with whom he had lived and worked on terms of close intimacy since the beginning of the revolution yields to nothing in history for its treachery and infamy End of chapter sixteen through nineteen